0: Those eyes, like it's, it's another <laughs> vector. It's, it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another vector kind of a thing. So, mm. i to catch a kind of these ears. So. Okay. Oh. Good boy. Morning, morning. Okay. I'm bro. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. We're going to go back to the two dots at the bottom of 33B. And um, we discussed a case, um, interesting case, where somebody got upset with somebody, and uh, they forbid them to benefit um, from him. Or the other way around, he said, I'm never going to take another penny from you. It could go either way. And uh, meanwhile, this person lost their dog. They lost their sheep. And uh, the other person happens to say, hey, isn't that that guy who just swore he'll never give me another penny? There's his sheep. Or the other way around, he said, uh, I swore I would never take, uh, give him anything, and now I found his sheep. So can I return his lost object? That was the, uh, the question. So uh, we learned in the Mishnah that you were allowed to do that. That wasn't considered a benefit. That's a mitzvah. That's a Shabbos You're giving him back, really, what he lost. So, that's, uh, Pli Rev Ami, we're starting on Muhammad Gimbal, it's about uh, nine lines up, the two dots. Pligi Rev so they argued, Rev Ami, so the question was, this, ca- this halacha, that you're allowed to return the object, what is the case? Who's forbidden to who? So he said, who only learned where the one who's doing the returning, uh he's forbidden his pro he can't benefit the owner of the lost object. So then how can he give him something back? You're not giving him anything. You're giving him his own item. Here's your sheep. Avo Balaveda but if it's the other way around, the guy returning can't benefit from him, then lo mitader, he he shouldn't return it to kemahani Le of Yosef. Because when he's busy returning this sheep, he doesn't got to go to shul, he doesn't got to give them a shul, he doesn't, he's benefiting. Because when you're doing a mitzvah, you're putter from another mitzvah. And Rabbi Yosef said that's considered a benefit even though it's a slight benefit, that's called the famous pruta of Rav Yosef, that since, the, and since you're not allowed to get any benefit, by being the one who gets to do the sheep job, who gets to be the returner of the object, you're benefiting. So you, according to him, in that case, you can't return it uh, because you're going to have the, the, the benefit of, of, you don't have to pay the mishuluk, you don't have to give the poor. The other one says, no, that's not true. Even if he's not allowed to get a benefit, he can return it. Aye, what about the fact that he's going to enjoy the status of being Mishuluk free, of not having to take care of the poor? What are the chances that that day, I guess, like we said, depends on where you live, but what are the chances that at the, uh, there are certain cities you go to that, you know, there's the, you know, Mishuluk for square inches, unbelievable. But uh, it's not so common that, um, it, first of all, sometimes you could watch the sheep and give tzedakah also. This is only talking about where you can't do both. So that where you can't do both, it's not so common. One That's the point. So therefore, you can give it back, even though it's true, while you're giving it back, you can tell everybody, I can't take any calls right now, I can't be bothered, I'm doing a mitzvah. Okay. So that's what we learned yesterday. as We turn to today's page. But now the question is this is where it gets complicated. What about if when you we, we return an object, you, you get paid? There's a reward for the returning of the object. But there's something, I'm not sure if I explained this yesterday. Uh, I was talking about like all the signs, and then they you return their cat, and you get. So the truth is, there's a logic to it. When you uh, take somebody's uh, uh, sheep, so you're going to have to take time off from your job to bring it back to that person. So you're going to lose money to return an object because if you got to give back a flock of sheep or you got to bring back a, a donkey or something, you're going to have to take off work to schlep it to find out who lost it and give it back. Not only that, you might have to feed it. You might have to, uh, it's going to. You're going to have some expense involved. So there's a view that when you return a lost object, you're allowed to get paid because of your expenses. So if that's true, you swore you would never take a penny from him, what are you going to do with the money that you get upon returning it? So the rule is you can't keep it. You just give it to hegdish. I wonder why they dis- discriminate between using your time to give somebody something versus uh, returning something that was somebody's already. hmm they don't, they don't consider No, that. no, it, it's true as well. In other words, if you're at work, you don't have to stop work to give to the poor. Also, if you need to, if you're busy. In other words, the it's not necessarily osik ben a mitzvah. But if you're if you're osik at your job and you you can't take off your job, that, that also you'd be exempt. Right, but the earlier example we had was that uh, he re, it it's not a hanah if he gives it back. It, he's not giving that guy hanah if he gives back something that, that, that belongs to him. To right. Ready. All right, but, but but he still used his time. It, it did cost him something to give that back to him. We didn't worry right. about that there, but it, over here we're worried about that. It's right, yeah. So I think you're right. We didn't. Um, I think there that's a question. And I think the answer they give is that when you do a mitzvah, that's not called uh, mitzvah slav lehenes nitnu. It's it's almost like uh, uh, when you do a mitzvah, there's no. That's not considered a. Uh, he did you a favor, but he he did a mitzvah. He did a Kodesh baruch a favor. He did. Uh, well, he did what he was required. He did what he's required to do. Yeah. Whereas here we're dealing with he, what happens though when you he hands you money when you <clears throat> return it. So he, here you're not supposed to physically benefit. It's one thing when you get your sheep. I I understand now better what you're asking. In other words, he's handing you your sheep, and we say no problem. That's yeah. your own, but what you you. But this did, sheep was, was lost it, it was a big deal to get it back yeah. and you just handed money for expenses and we're saying wait a second don't touch you know yeah. What's so the difference in the thing? That's right. a question I understand I, question. I see I understand it better now I didn't. but um so the sheep that's his mitzvah so he has he has a mitzvah to return it so the the fat, but you have a mitzvah to pay for his uh, expenses. his expenses that's not really a mitzvah that's just the uh, it's, not a mitzvah. it's also uh, it's not it's not that he's making And to return to somebody's lost kitty cat. No, no, no. Are we starting? Yeah. So what I don't understand, though, is if you have the obligation to or obligation, return the, the lost object, mm-hmm. even though you made this condition upon yourself, so you, you are going to accept anything from that's him. Not, you say, that's it, not it's just, you, just you, the other individual knows great, it, that you, you took upon that, that, that you that took what? what? You, the other person knows that you took upon yourself this netter, so even though... The tradition there the, the, is to uh, give this finder's reward to the person. Mm-hmm. just won't be given to in that case. So I, I think if I'm hearing you correctly, Richard's asking, well, why do you give it to him and he can't keep the reward? Just don't give it to him. Is is that what right. you're saying? Hmm. Um, that's, the guy, that's the receiver. He's wanting to do that, right? Right, right. Yeah. Um, and it might be more than just the expenses. It might just be the but the, No, uh, but to, to reimburse to reimburse the the No, Dr. Yafi's is saying is not this like an obligation that like if somebody gives you your object, that's the law. You're required to pay, right? It's a, it's not optional. You that's uh, somebody went to the trouble of, of schlepping. So that's should uh, not the last it's almost like he he charges it. Here's your bill, you know. He, here's your sheep, and here's the bill. Here's the. Has to give to the, other, the other. can't accept. So if he can't accept, and then he has to give it to Hegdish, But that's you know. Um, it's worth looking into. I I think everybody's asking good, but I don't have more information at the moment. Okay. So anyway, so we learned uh, So I understand this case. Lamandiomar. There's two ways to learn the case. Who's which case were we referring to? In the, who's returning. So again, we've got somebody, there, there were two scenarios. One is that the one, the finder is forbidden to benefit from the lender, from the, uh, the, the one that lost it. And the other one is the one that lost it can't benefit from the finder. There are two ways to learn the case. So I understand that even if the owner of the lost object can't benefit from the one that returns it, I understand why he still gets it back, and that's why um, he's not allowed to um, to get anything from him, and he's allowed to give him. And that person should give it to hegdish. But if you're learning the case, that uh, my things are forbidden to him, uh, then lo uh, mahader, then he doesn't have to return it. My tipa no hegdish. Why would he, in the case where the one returning it is allowed to benefit from him, it's just the other way around. He can't benefit from you, but you could benefit from him. So why would, and if it go, the case goes both ways. Uh, one case is he can't benefit from you. In one case, you can't benefit from him. In the case where you're allowed to benefit from him, he just can't benefit from you. So why can't he reimburse you? Why would you have to give that away? So the Gemara says, you're right, that only goes one way. If you're not allowed to benefit from him and he gives you the reward, you can't uh, keep the extra of the reward. Um, now, but uh, um, it could be, by the way, that you could reimburse yourself, but you just can't keep the additional part. But, um, but you are forbidden to him. But if you're not forbidden to him, of course you can keep the reward. So when it's said you can't keep the reward, it's only one of the two cases where you're forbidden to benefit. But if he's forbidden to be- benefit from you, and you're allowed to benefit from him, of course you can keep the reward. Mm-hmm. So, I only one way. Uh, some people learn what we just said uh, from the following discussion. This case that we learned in the Mishnah Loshanu, uh, it only goes one way. Where the property of the one who lost it, is forbidden <clears throat> to the returner. And that's why the returner uh, shouldn't keep the reward. Aye, the returner's getting the benefit of Rabbi Yosef's pruta. He's getting the benefit, uh, he doesn't have to give any tzedakah that day. Lo is not so common. But if there is a case where he's not allowed to the benefit, lo Mahaderle, then he shouldn't give it back, De Mekanile because he's gonna get the reward. And the other one said, Abalaveda Mutter. He um, he's even if it, it is forbidden to him, he's allowed to be given it back. The Kima because when he gets it back, he's getting back his own thing. Tanan, says, we learned we learned that where you pay him he shouldn't keep it. So be Shramila Manda, if you learn the case, I Shinikse Maxir, Asurina Balaveda that we're the one who returns it, so then we understand why he can't keep it. that 's why we say that he that he if there's a reward, he's not allowed to keep it, he gives it to Hagdish. But if you learn the case goes both ways, surin that it's the um it, the property of the one returning is forbidden to the other guy, but he's allowed to keep it below, um and uh, either he doesn't give it back, so Hakim Mokum so why would he have trouble uh, keeping the reward? To him, it'd be permitted. So the I said, you're right. Kasha, it's a difficulty if you learn it. It goes both ways. Okay. So depending on which case it is, uh, the question is, does it, are we referring to both scenarios? As we turn the page. Uh, moving on. Omar Ra- Rava. A new case. High of Kikir Hefker. You have in front of you uh, a loaf of bread that doesn't belong to anybody at the moment. It belongs, it's hefker, somebody left it behind, the yomer. And so a person says, oh, wow, this, you know, the, this came to me free, kicker's a hektish. I'm going to donate that to the Beis Amigdash. But then on the other hand, he's getting hungry. <laughs> and he doesn't, uh, <laughs> oops. oops uh, <laughs> but then again, but then again <laughs> so... Now, note of a So he picks it up to, uh, he, it looks pretty good. Wait a second, I don't want to donate this so fast. Uh, and so the rule is it belongs to Hegdish. When you benefit from Hegdish, there's a special sin called me'ila. So, mo' mo'lafikula. So now he's in big trouble. If, if he takes this after he donated it, he's, in, he's going to be mo'a. Now, what about Lahorish uh, Labanav? The same case. He donated, he saw that loaf, and he said, wow, there's no owner, uh, so uh, I've always wanted to, be a, to give it away, so I'm giving it to Hegnes. And then later on, though, he's thinking, you know, my kids could really use this. You know, they haven't had some good bread, or the, um, or this means that they'll inherit it. I'll put it in a safe deposit box, and they will get it, uh, they will get it someday, right? Yeah, I, I, I'm wondering why, you know, uh, is he on his deathbed? Why does he, you know, uses that word like to inherit it to them? Or uh, maybe he's thinking it's not right uh, for me to give it away because uh, then I'll have less money to give my kids. So... Yeah, I don't know exactly. what well, something like, got to be creative here. But either way, he decides to keep it. Uh, and But you he's not benefiting from it. He's keeping it for his kids. So if he were to benefit from it, then he'd be moel. But he well, he's he's just taking it and holding on to it to give to his kids. So is he in trouble or not? So the is says moel l'fi tovus He'll be in trouble because he's he gets a benefit that he gets something to give his kids. A uh, person's happy to have something to give his kids. So even though he's he usually like this, if if he stopped and said, wait a second, I can't give this to my kids. It belongs to Hegdish. So you would say, no harm done, right? Because he, he himself didn't benefit from this. But there's, there is a benefit that Tovas Hana that he comes home and says, I got something for my kids. We're, we're yeah. According to the opinion that says that um, he's mo'el for the Tovas Sanah, uh-huh. does it stop there? Or if, if the kids ultimately eat the bread, are they mo'el for eating the bread? I would think they'd be Moal feeding the bread. I, I think that's correct, if that's what happens eventually. But, yeah, but that didn't happen. And other was when the, when the person benefits, then he's Moal. So that, that's further in history. But yeah. well, wait a minute. If I, if I steal some bread from you, then I don't get any Hanar from it. I just steal it. Am I guilty of Geneva? Yes. So if I take bread away from Hagdish. But even it was, it's not, it's it's not, right. But it's not in the base of It's got to be given. It's got to be brought to the base of anyways. So uh, the only question was, you initially said, "I'm going to give this to Hegdish," or it belongs to Hegdish. But is is Hegdish. It doesn't matter whether it's physically in the in the domain of the base of But you are not taking it away from Hegdish when you pick it up. You're saying, you're right, if Hekish had it and you took it away to give to your kids, so then you're in trouble right away because you're taking it away. I got it. But here you're not really taking it away. you're just yeah, something like that. Let's take a quick look at the rod here. Uh, last in line lower, Shabba if you uh, picked it up to give it to your kids. Uh, so then that's called stealing based on the, the enjoyment that you get about get, grabbing something for your kids. Now, since you only picked it up to give to them, it's not you didn't acquire it yet. And maybe this answers what you were saying. The, um, when you pick it up, you're, you're, basically there's a different problem. When you take something from Hegdish, even if it's not for yourself, you're still taking it. So he says that it didn't leave Hegdish because when you picked it up, you didn't pick it up, you didn't take it away for yourself. You didn't mean to acquire it yet. No one bothers me, little Rabbi Mm-hmm. So does that work for Hiltha Shabbos too? So he's not caught if he carries it on Shabbos, he's not carrying it for himself? So caring is different. <laughs> that's uh, that's the uh, that's a different story. Here we're talking about making a kenyan. So um, yeah. So uh, there is such a thing like when you uh, if somebody gives you something. Um, this happens the bar mitzvah boy, he gets bar mitzvah and the shul here used to give him a sitter or something or a tehillim. So the only problem is. You're not allowed to accept, you're not allowed to acquire something on Shabbos, so it's very first bar mitzvah. He's he's doing you know, the, so uh, so the way, right? So he's supposed to have in mind that I'm not acquiring it until I get it home, you know, till after Shabbos, right? Or the shul is supposed to have in mind we're not really giving it to him until uh, uh, so uh, th- there's different ways to do this, uh, but uh, so here he he has in mind that he, it's not his yet. The language of the Gemara is, on the previous case, of where he's taking it to eat, is not It doesn't say he ate it. He, he took it, to t- it. Right. So just right. taking it, he's just in trouble. It. He's already, he's died already died guilty that- of neila. That's Hobbes he stole from Agdish. Right. Right? So here, he took it for his, for his Yarshim. He stole from Agdish. Yeah. I hear. Let's continue on the Rashi. Um, first, Lo said, so, Lo naf Duran. He says, what's the tovah? Your kids are going to give you a shkoyach. You'll be mol as soon as you take it out. So now the, the Ron is asking a question. How do we get here? What, what, what does this have to do with anything? Where did the Gemara you know, jump into stealing holy loaves, right? Uh, just like over here, where he's mocked the loaf and then he takes it to eat. In this case, also, he's just explaining how this follows the other case. Okay, back to the Gemara. Um, so, so so where's the netter aspect of the story I don't see any netter hectish I'm hectish you you made it hectish making so it hectish that's a netter, with, that's a netter yeah mm-hmmine uh the middle of the page riv rava kicker olecha he says this um, kicker should be um, should be forbidden <clears throat> to you uh my loaf is forbidden to you i and then I give it to you as a gift. What's the deal? I said, my loaf is forbidden to you. You can't come to my house and eat my bread. But if I'm, give, if I'm giving it to you, I could give it to you. I, basically, I said, no, to you everything's forbidden. So what does a person mean when I, he swears... I forbid you to eat my bread, so in this, and then he gives it to him. So is it that uh, I, if it's mine, you can't have it, but if I give it to you, you can have it, or or not? So It's simple that you forbid him to even though you're giving him ownership, you said that he can't eat it. mai. So what is he coming to exclude? If somebody else takes it and I don't own have it anymore, then it's not forbidden to you. la Or uh, if you were to um, uh, uh, the uh, if you were to invite him over uh, to eat, so that it would still be forbidden, even though uh, you said um, uh, the um, yeah, so that will, we'll have to see that case tomorrow. Okay, we're going to stop here, even though it's quite early. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't understand either either Mundum or why it's really a problem, because you have the loaf, and the action that takes place is when you give it to him, it is no longer his, and no longer yours. When you say, I'm giving this to you as a gift, or you give it to him, it's no uh, longer it's yours. You so difference. it's not a problem for him because he's taking possession of something that is no longer the other person's. But maybe you he's meant gone. to exclude giving it to him, though. When you said my loaf is forbidden to him, so uh, so maybe that includes giving it to him so that it's no longer your loaf. But before you even give it to him, the act it's no longer yours. It's no longer yours, and so it's now his. When you even give it... You give Right, but the w- question here is what he meant. Maybe that's included in his vow. That he meant, even if it's no longer mine, since it originated with me, it'll, be, it'll stay forbidden. Maybe he meant to include that. So, uh, so the, the takeaway from this is that the Gemara and the Chazal go to great lengths to come up with all these assumptions and right. this number of steps. Even though he said X, well, maybe in his head it was Y, even though we don't know that. Right, right. That's the difficulty that we're having in all these cases. That's right. Exactly so. We're not sure what his intent was. And so it goes beyond legal definitions, right? That, that's, that creates the problem. Yeah, that's it. That's the story. Thank you very much. Sure. Have a yeah. great day. Be well.